0: All right, yo, 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 what's poppin'? Eric D Jumaane, bop, Netflix of beats. Don't buy your beats, just download them. Today I got dope ass motherfucker artist named Lunchbox. What's good, Lunchbox? Thanks yo, for being on up? here. Yeah, yo, thank you. Thank Can you me. give us a little a uh, little background on what you do, how you live in, where you're from, all that shit, and then we'll really get into it.
1: Yeah, so I when I'm not like pursuing my rap career, I'm actually a teacher. I teach middle school. Uh oh, yeah i'm from long beach california but i grew up in buffalo new york so i'm like when people ask me where home is i like rep buffalo new york all day sure. uh, but i'm from cali so you know west coast east coast i got the best of both coasts um i'm jamaican my dad was a reggae artist so like music is in my blood um and i've been writing poetry and slam poetry for a really long time but about like i don't know a year or a half ago i was like yo let's just like see what i sound like over some beats let me just see like what this poetry sounds like sped up let me see what this sounds like let me see if i take it seriously also i'm queer so for a minute i was like i don't even know if like i'm gonna be able to have the cadence or people gonna take me seriously but then i don't know man after a while of working on that i was like yo can't nobody tell me fucking shit i'm fired period dogs. Facts, facts facts
0: facts yo so that's-, that's what's up bro
1: thank you thank you that's, that's what's good bro
0: do you uh what grade do you teach like seventh eighth grade sixth grade yeah so
1: right now i'm teaching sixth grade i'm kind of like a para educator uh which means i like hop where i'm needed so right now i'm educating with sixth grade but last year i was working with fourth grade so i'm all over the place. do
0: you uh do you show like your students any of your shit
1: or not uh not really um just because i work in a catholic school <laughs> oh, okay, but okay. but they do know they do know it i mean like um like targeted ads are a bitch, especially cause like I'm friends with people who live in the area and people have siblings that go to my school. So I mean, like, yeah, my, my students know that I do it. It's just not like something that we're like that I'm pushing in school, you know what I'm saying?
0: Facts, okay. Does that you feel like that holds you back a little bit? Um, not necessarily just the fact that you're a teacher, but the fact that, um, you know, you're doing like the nine to five thing or you have like that full-time job. Do you feel like that pulled you back or does that kind of give you inspiration in a sense? Like, how do you feel about that? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, man. I think to be honest, like, and we talked about this in the, in the uh, the clubhouse group once it's kind of about balance. And uh, I'm someone who has to have like 500 things going on at once. Like I, I really, you can ask my close friends and peers, like I would go crazy if I don't have nothing going on. So like, I think that like, it challenges me to be able to say that, like, cause I'm also in grad school too, yo. So I, I oh, do, <laughs> you know, I'm like, doing mad shit so like it, it, it challenges me to feel like yo know, I can work my nine to five I can like do well in school and also pursue a rap career and take it very seriously you know what I'm saying I mean I do believe that there's going to be one day where I'm going to have to like face a fork in the road you know what I'm saying but I'm hoping that fork is music I'm hoping that like you know what I'm saying I could like make a living off of music but I'm not really worried about it right now because like I'm trying to get my education and like I'm working so I'm really blessed to feel like I don't have to make a living from my art right now. Because once you really start selling your art, man, it's a whole different grind. So right now I'm just trying to grow and like promote myself and I like, have fun.
0: So like, what's the angle? Like, like, are you trying to go down that route where you're, you know, just doing art full time? Or are you trying to kind of use that as a, as a side thing? Like, what yeah. is the angle for you?
1: the ideal goal is to graduate first <laughs> let, me get the fuck out let me get the fuck out of school first uh and then then I yeah so then I can do whatever the fuck I want um I've just been in school and trying to like focus on that for so long so it's like I mean the end goal is like I'm, I'm gonna pop like I'm, I'm definitely gonna pop I know I'm gonna pop I have like charisma I have talent I have I have it all dog it's like when it when is it gonna happen and how is it gonna happen I don't know so like but I also know that I have so much to offer. So like, I definitely, as much as I'm like educated, I'm going to fuck with like education policy and shit like that. So I don't know. That's why I fuck with Cardi B. Like she makes dope ass music, but she's like also trying to be political. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Uh, So I mean, dog, the end goal is to be like as big as I can be. And I'm saying that on your podcast right now, dog. And I mean that, like, I'm trying to go beyond pop star. Like I want to go like global, philanthropic pop star who's like making fucking dope music, but he's also like saving the world in small communities and shit. I got a big ass dream, man.
0: Would you compare that dream kind of like, uh I don't, it doesn't really matter how you view his politics, but kind of like Kanye, like the way he's, uh you know, trying to build out, you know, his political campaigns and stuff like that. And he's like also one of the wealthiest person, people on the planet, like, would you compare yourself to like that
1: vision? yeah 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 i would i'm not gonna compare myself to to him as a person but i would definitely compare myself to that vision i mean there's there's videos on the internet of him saying the same thing when he was young like him saying like yo i'm gonna be the biggest and like yeah i mean as far as like political politics go and statements i mean he has done a lot i i I can't say that i agree or disagree but yeah i mean and and hell yeah him jay-z put him and jay-z together and then a little bit like cardi b and yeah, man. I mean, I'm trying to make power moves and music is only one aspect of it. So it's hard for me to say that like the goal is to just be like a pop star. Cause that's not how you stay rich. That's not how you, that's not how you maintain wealth. And I'm going to create generational wealth for like my family, for their kids, for their kids, and their kids, and I'm not gonna be here forever to make music. So how do you do that? You know what I'm saying? So yeah, to answer your question, music is my platform. That's gonna be the springboard. That's why I have education to back me up too. Because I'm not, I'm not trying to come into the game stupid. I got the business behind me. <laughs> um, but yeah, so when I get there, man, I'm gonna build an empire.
0: You feel like people, or not do you feel like, but have people been calling you, like, crazy or insane or, like, you know, like, what you doing? Like, have you been gotten, Have you been getting a hell of criticism for either, like, from family or even from friends or just from just haters? Have you been getting a lot of that?
1: I mean, so, like, let me just be honest, man. For the last, like, year and a half, dog, like, I mean, I had, like, a podcast. When I moved to San Francisco, like, two years ago, I was, like, I was modeling, you know what I'm saying? So, like, okay. and my my whole life has kind of been like, I wanna do something, I wanna go do it. You know what I'm saying? So like, w- within the last year and a half, my friends and my family and like, so I guess fans of what I was doing were kind of like, all right, man, like, we see you doing this. You know what I'm saying? Okay. But I mean, one thing about me, and, like, two things for sure, is, like, when I say I want something, I'm going to do it, like, that's it, you know what I'm saying, so, like, here I am, like, a year and a half later, like, most of what you see me do is, like, a lot of me, like, I, I record my own music videos, I edit my own music videos, I mean, like, I write all my own music, I'm, like, hooking up with, like, producers that I know to create, like, music that I fuck with, um, yeah, and I think for a while, people were kind of, like, what is he doing, does he know what he's doing, like, But now, dude, that shit is like, I mean, this is a living testament to it right now. Like, this is like a a year ago, people were not even like trying to really fuck with me. I was having a hard time like growing on Instagram, all of this shit. But once you start investing into yourself, dog, like once you start saying to yourself, like, I don't give a fuck about no fans. I don't give a fuck about no person telling me I'm lit. Like, I'm just putting into myself. People start fucking with you. And like, yeah, people are going to call you crazy for having big dreams. That's because people can't think that big. And if someone does think that big, they're probably not going to think you're crazy. They're going to probably be like, well, can't you do this too? You know what I'm saying? Like, I think it is crazy to think that in this world you can obtain as much as you want because we're not taught that. You know what I'm saying? That's not how we're taught in school. We're not taught. We're taught to just be workers. You know what I'm saying? So for for an average person, hell yeah. It is hella crazy for me to say that I want to be as big as Kanye or Jay-Z or I want to create generational wealth and I want to change educational policy. Like that is crazy, but it's also crazy to see people have done it. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Facts,
0: bro. Facts. I mean, do you feel like you're getting, uh, or have gotten um, people trying to take advantage of your ambition? So for example, excuse me, for example, like recently, I've been seeing a lot of people, trying to reach out to artists that haven't popped yet or producers that haven't popped yet. And it'll be like verified ass accounts that people know like Neo um, or Zaytoven or whatever. They'll literally be DMing people on Instagram saying this, that, and the third. And they'll be saying like, Oh, yo, like I can get you placements here. Or I can do this, that, and the third. It's really just a scam. Have you been like a target of these scams and, or has other people just trying to take advantage of you in that way?
1: Yeah. So that whole like verified checkmark shit, like it's a scam. Hell yeah. I mean, I, let me like take the moment to shout out my like mentor, Jay Aquarius. Like if it wasn't for Jay Aquarius, I probably would have been scammed. You know what I'm saying? Like I think everyone, and we've said this before, I think everyone needs a mentor or someone at least to help them kind of avoid that shit. But hell yeah, dude. I had this dude who said he worked for Sony Orchard and he was like trying to give me placements and shit. But like, I feel like, I don't know. I take it two ways. I take it like, obviously niggas is trying to make money during a pandemic, right? Yep. I also take it in a way that like, all right, man, I mean, if you're trying to, I mean, I'm a little, I'm a Leo, so I'm a little arrogant when, some, when it comes to my art. I'm like, all right, shit, if you want in my inbox, at least I'm doing something right. Like, you know what I'm saying? But nah, I'm too smart to be, to be scammed. And like, I believe that like you can promote yourself and promote your music for cheap. And if you actually want to spend money on it, I believe that you can actually create marketing plan that actually is worth your opinion like don't i mean yeah definitely collaborate with people and if you like if you want to drop a grand on like fucking roll star placement and shit like go ahead do you know what i'm saying Uh but don't let Uh don't let some like random ass nigga with random ass clout yo for real for real yo that check mark means absolutely nothing niggas Uh have a check mark for years and be at home broke as fuck like and even if you are a signed artist bro like tlc is like the fucking testament to this shit yo bro you can be like a fucking pop signed artist like tlc a group that's fucking selling millions of albums and still be broke as fuck so like do never let that shit like never let numbers never let that fucking shit fool you like lisa people can buy all that shit you can even like finesse and get yourself a check mark so
0: yeah yeah i mean that that that's not even hard to get a check mark but i mean the fact that like industry heads are are dming people was just i don't know man that shit don't make sense to me it's like they're hiring agencies or so i don't know how exactly they're doing it but i think they're like hiring agencies to just like promote like some faulty product i don't know man that shit is
1: yeah man. It's all the bad. game is it's because the game is changing man streaming and then tiktok is making artists pop like fucking nothing and then like so yep. i mean what does it end up when you ask yourself as an independent artist like besides money right so like obviously we all need money right so remove the money aspect of it like what do you need from a label you need connections right you need networking but if you do that yourself you don't need that you know what i'm saying so a lot of the times like you're just looking at labels as big piggy banks which that's is what why, they are though yeah that's what they are you know what i'm saying but now that you have artists like who can put music on fucking distro kid and like i've seen i've seen indie artists who are who are doing fucking crazy ass promotional work like crazy ass promotional work and covid has allowed us to do that so i mean yeah that's why the game is trying to finesse you know what i'm saying they're trying especially like I mean, you got, like, I'm not going for front. You got folk like me who, like, just love making music, love, like, I love entertaining other people. So all the time, I'm always, like, posting out videos. I post mad shit. So, like, there's agents, there's people who are even just scouting videos to take fucking snippets of people's shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's why you copyright everything, yo. If anyone's listening to this, copyright everything you fucking make. But. uh, Yo, so just a quick point on
0: that. Basically, like, I, I, I kind of disagree with that. Like you're saying, you're saying register as copyright. I kind of disagree with that because I feel like it's a waste of time, especially for producers. Um, everything that you release is copyrighted by law. Um, and you can't, obviously you can copyright. But like music law states, as soon as you export something out of your DAW, um, it's, it's copyrighted by law. So I feel like if you're at a small scale, you don't really need to do that. I don't know if you, I I know you
1: probably don't agree with that, but that's just my take on it. No, I mean, I, and I agree. I feel like also as a, just like only because I'm just like, I'm a songwriter, so I don't create any of the beats. I feel like as a producer too, you're selling your beats to multiple people. So you have a different, but like when I write something like that, it's like a completely different thing to me. You know what I'm saying? So like, yeah, you're right. You're completely right. Like poor man's copy law. Like sure, that works. You know what I'm saying? And like, I, I know an entertainment lawyer and like that works. And like, even, even if like into smart artists, even if you do copyright your music, you still need money to fight that shit in yep. court. You know what I'm saying? But like, for example, if you have a beat and you register it with the PRO and like someone like uses that and shit pops, like you have a good chance of still recuperating your royalties on that shit, especially because like you have already registered that shit. But like, as a songwriter, it's so much harder to claim like, Th- those words you know what i'm saying so i'm just saying for me personally like i just feel like because i put so much like work and love into like everything that i write i just want to save my ass like i don't even want to have that chance to be like oh yeah 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 you know what i'm saying nah but i mean i agree especially because it's like it's expensive to copyright your shit so like don't just be like copyright and random shit but i will never post i also let me just say this like i always post like snippets of songs so like I never even want to like even come across where someone takes a snippet because I already have like the whole shit written down so
0: I mean that's like proof that I that's like proof already if you post a snippet that's kind of like proof already right like because you posted it before the mm-hmm. other person so that's kind of like proof you're kind of like saved no
1: yeah but there's still there's still chances where like I mean and there's proven court cases where like that shit still sure, that's true you still get fucked you know what I'm saying and I, I mean I just like and also, I think I'm a little bit of an overachiever. So, like, <laughs> let me As just you say that. Say, that's, that's a good thing, bro. That's a good let, thing. <laughs> let me just say that, too. So, like, I I feel like I don't really have a manager. I don't really have a team. I, don't, I mean, I have a mentor who lives in New York. But, like, I, to be honest, I fuck with him so hard. But we're very much at the same level to where we're, like, giving each other information. So... If I know that, like, when I get with a manager, when I get with a team that, like, bro, I got all my shit covered. I got all my copyrights. I got all my shit registered. I got, like, all you have to do, dude, is just log into my shit. That's it. Like, all I'm paying you to do is just log into my shit and click and update, because I already have everything. That's how I feel. So, like, I mean, so much to this music shit is business. You know what I'm saying? it business marketing. So I'm trying to get a head start on that shit. So when I get in the game 10 years, I'm like, man, what? Everything, I own everything. I got my own ISPs, I can't even fucking, IRSC codes and all that shit. So many fucking shits. But yeah, man, you know what I'm saying? And, like, it's a lot, too, especially when you get into the game and you want to start making your own money and you want to start, you, you get to a point where we're all like, fuck, I want to turn this into a full-time gig. How do I do that? Well, you got to get your paperwork in order. So I don't want to be there and be like, all right, let me get all my paperwork in order. Nah, fuck that. I'm gonna do it as I go along.
0: That's crazy that you say that because I I agree completely and I didn't always have this stance is like ownership, like owning all your shit is just really important and just knowing everything is really important because that is at the end of the day, like you're you're your own business owner and knowing how to facilitate everything is just super important. But I really want to talk about um your mentor and i i in my opinion um i think too many artists are i'm not saying this is you i'm saying like artists that are like straight up just starting out um don't even have a song out like never even wrote a verse they're like looking for someone to mentor them it's like they haven't even found what they're good at yet like do you think that When do you think is a good time for artists to find a mentor like in my personal opinion i don't think they need it when they first start like what, what do you think
1: hmm that's a good point. I think. I think honestly. I think it depends on who you are. I mean, okay. I, I. I. That's posted on Facebook. I was like, bro, like, I want to start making music. Like, how the fuck do I do this shit? Like, cause I. I. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't know. You know what I'm saying? And, like, my one of my friends like hit me up. He's like, bro, let's sit down. And like, I'll mind you, I already had like a podcast called Lunch Lady Mantra. You know what I'm saying? So like. I also, like, posted on Facebook guy, Bro, I need help with branding. Like, I want to keep this brand because people kind of already knew this whole lunch sloth shit that I had going on. So, like, my boy, who's been doing music for 10 years, but, like, hella chill, you know what I'm saying? He's just been, like, living his life, whatever. He was like, yo, I'll help you. So he helped me come up with, like, my name and, like, just kind of, like, how to read a beat lease, bruh, because that shit is hella important. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I do think that, like, you might want, if you're going to buy, you know what I'm saying? If you Again, I I care really much. I care a lot about like all of that paperwork and all that shit. So if you want to drop songs and you want to make sure that you're just like, you know what I'm saying, on top of that shit, yeah, you might want someone to help you, but you don't need now. You don't need to like, I mean, I know people, I mean, I work with people who right now who are just like literally ripping beats off of YouTube and going to the studio, don't own nothing, spending for like studio time and just like hoping one day that something pops and then deal with it. You know what I'm saying? You could do that too, shit. You know what I'm saying? But I think it helps to have someone lead you in a direction of something i mean you you can't do it on your own you're going to eventually have google google's going to be your mentor you know what i'm saying so but when do you need one i think that just depends on you and when you think that it's time like i didn't i didn't have any music out i did have i mean i have notebooks and notebooks of songs you know what i'm saying so it wasn't that i wasn't ready like i was ready to get into the studio i just w- didn't know how to how to go about it first but i think no, it's right. different right. I, I definitely.
0: definitely yeah. My bad, I cut you off. No, you're good. But just like closing,
1: I just think it's different for everybody. It depends like where you at. You know what I'm saying?
0: That's fair enough. I I feel like um I feel like there is a level to it though that you need to kind of do your due diligence first. Like I see, like you you even said, like you're doing a lot of this shit yourself. Like you're not looking for um someone to do the shit for you per se. And I think I come across so many people that have these limiting beliefs that are like yo this is why i'm not making an income for my music this is why i'm not doing this that and the third and it's like really you just got to do the work for it if that makes any sense um i kind of want to touch on the little the beat lease uh for a second what was the first beat you leased or like where did you lease it from because that's that's my whole platform so it's like i want to talk about that a little bit like what what was that like what was your experience with beat leasing
1: yo man see that's why i'm so like like I off the rip bought a beat first then I hit up a mentor so that's why I fucked up right so like I was writing like most fucking people do I'm sure we all write to fucking shit on fucking YouTube dude so I'm like uh, about like it was December or November 2019 I'm like writing, and I found this beat by Syndrome I think like Syndrome Beats they're like this dope ass producer from the UK but I didn't know anything about beat leases or anything like that. So I'm just, all I knew was you had to buy it. I, I was like, you, you, you can't just like use this shit because I know something about copyright. So whatever. I bought that shit, fucking wrote this fire ass track titled Rockstar, bro. I'm going to drop that shit again one day. But anyways, I took that shit to the studio, <laughs> fucking dropped it. Didn't know what the fuck I was doing. I had no idea what the fuck I was doing, dog. Dropped that shit. And then I fucking, like, posted on Facebook, like, again, because my mentor already by this point helped me with a name and shit like that, but he didn't really ask, he didn't really tell me anything about beat leasing. So, like, then I posted on Facebook about, like, yo, share this song, whatever, whatever. And then someone was like, yo, can I use it in, like, a, a my video thing? And I was like, yeah. So then they fucking put it on their YouTube joint and it got like fucking copyright claim whatever so they like emailed me about like like I need to check the beat lease so then I like wait,
0: wait so wait let me let me cut you right there your your video got copyright claim
1: not not but not my video the video that someone used so like someone saw the song posted right and he was like yo can I use your song and I'm like yeah that's fine whatever then it got copyright claim I never even posted the song on YouTube I just someone I just, else did yeah, someone else said. I posted it on SoundCloud, right? Because I still okay. didn't know what the fuck I was doing. I just posted it on SoundCloud, so someone else okay. did a copyright claim. I didn't even know that, like other people, bro. I'm telling you, like I had no idea. I didn't even know that, like you buy the beat because you're leasing it. I didn't even understand what the fuck the lease meant. So that meant like other okay. people are using it and shit. I literally had no idea. So what was, was like, the terms
0: of the lease? What was the terms of the lease,
1: bro? <laughs> Dog, the terms of the lease were like fucking. You literally could not put, post it to any synchronized anything you couldn't post to YouTube couldn't post it to SoundCloud nothing bro like literally nothing so then I call my mentor and I'm like bro can you like read this contract through with me like right now like what the fuck is this and they're like yeah bro like mad people have beats like that where they just like don't let you synchronize your music to any distributor so it's like specifically cannot upload music to like CD Baby, Tune Kid, Distro Kid and cannot upload to YouTube and I was like bro like how did I? So mind, mind you, by this point, I already had the track like out <laughs> on SoundCloud. I put time into the studio. And the only reason that I knew was because homie dude who tried to, like, I guess, use my song is like his intro for his YouTube video told me that I got a copyright claim and then asked me if I owned it. And I was like, I think so. I bought the fucking lease, like whatever. So then all that, I sat down with my mentor and he was like, yeah, bro, you have to read beat leases before you buy beats. You can't just be out here buying a beat and thinking that you can do whatever the fuck you want with it.
0: Wait a second. What what was the wait? This sound. This doesn't sound right at all. What was the what was the lease? Was it a non-exclusive like limited lease? Yeah, it was a non-exclusive.
1: It was a non-exclusive limited lease.
0: And he and it didn't let you upload to, like Spotify. Like that doesn't
1: make sense to me. Nah, bro. Nah. What the fuck? Would you get it on Beat Stars? yeah bro dude listen there's mad fucking there's mad 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 beats like that dog i'm it, it, mad beats there's mad people who do not let you because they have their their beat registered with a pro so like for whatever reason like it's just like a it will do like a copyright infringement i guess so like you it's can't you,
0: yeah it's, it's youtube content id but you're not supposed to register like you're not supposed to register a beat with youtube content id are you sure is the it, it might have been another artist that leased that beat that actually registered their song with YouTube Content ID, which triggered. And this is speculative, of course, but this could have happened. It could have been a different artist that registered their song that used the same beat that triggered your song as copyright infringement. Mm. That that could have happened because usually, have- yeah. I mean, I'm not saying you're wrong, but usually the way it leases work is you can upload anywhere, and a limited lease just gives you a cap on streams, a cap on you know video views a cap on broadcasting but usually you can upload for profit if you especially if you bought it like how much was it like 25 bucks or 30 bucks yeah it like 30 bucks it was 30 bucks 30 so. yeah that that yeah bro like i don't know i i would love to take a look at the lease if like when we get off if you if you want to send it over to me but that that's like all fuck like so i guess for anyone watching if you if your lease states that you can't upload to SoundCloud you can't upload to anywhere without buying the exclusive don't even buy that beat like at that point you shouldn't even buy that beat and i'm not saying that um you know all leases are like that but that that's like, fucked
1: like, yeah no no is- so, like, let me like i d- I could upload it to soundcloud because i didn't i didn't know like so i was just promoting it on soundcloud and then someone tried to use right. it in their youtube video which is how they got a claim. so what's your so your speculation could be right like again at that time like i i had no idea what he was talking about i was just okay. like oh no, like I don't, like, he was the reason why I started to even look into, like, ownership of anything. Like, in my mind, I was like, I bought this shit for $25. I can use it and put it anywhere. But I didn't even know how to use DistroKrid at the time. So I was just using SoundCloud. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So it was, yeah. like, prehistoric artists, right? I had no business being in the studio, man. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, so
0: I'm a I'm a pitch bot mop to anyone watching. You won't have any of those problems if you use bot mop. What was, the, what was the experience like in the studio? The first time you were in the studio recording over the John, like what, what was that like?
1: Man, it was like, it was nerve wracking, yo. It was just nice. like, especially like I listen to mad rap. Like I fuck with like Lil Baby and A Boogie okay. with the Hoodie. And like, so I fuck with like Travis Scott, like melody rappers, you know what I'm saying? Yes. So, like, ah, yes. That's like really like, that's all I listen to. So it's hella nerve wracking because like you want to make music, but like, there comes a part where you're like, am I making music like I hear it or am I making music like the way that I create it. So that was like my first time in the studio was hella nervous. I didn't like know my sound engineer. I just knew of the studio just from like through the grapevine. Um, I've never been in a fucking studio before. So that shit was fucking crazy. Also, the first song that I like came out with Rockstar was more of like I was just trying to prove to people that I could rap. I was just trying to prove that I was like hard. I was trying to prove that like you know what I'm saying like I don't even talk about guns and shit like that now. But like in the first track, that shit was like hella like street. It wasn't me. So I, it was like an outer body experience. I can't even front. It was like I was like a I, I was ahead of myself for real for real. I was like way too ahead of myself. Um, and even like, I felt like, I mean, I still fuck with the sound engineers. Shout out to Nick, if he's ever going to listen to this. Like I still fuck with him after like a year and a half, like, and he's definitely have seen my growth and we've worked together and I've grown as an artist like tremendously. But the first time was scary as fuck. I mean, I definitely dropped heat. I'm not going to front. I'm not going to even front of myself. Uh, I definitely still dropped heat, but it wasn't like, like looking at it now, I wouldn't create I wouldn't create the track the way that I did. Plus, I didn't know how to layer a track. I didn't know about Ad Libs Dog. That shit was dry <laughs> as fuck. Like all of that. All
0: of
1: all, that, the, all, of all the regular
0: yeah. shit. Yeah. I know, yeah. bro. I know exactly what you're talking about, bro, bro. I I've had with all my clients, I've had the same experiences. And even like when I first started recording, I had the same experience. Um, did you uh are you into like smoking weed or or drinking or anything like that when you record or you gotta be completely sober?
1: uh so i'm gonna be fucking honest with you and if you like take a chance to listen to my music you could like maybe be able to tell so like from my first track all the way to like no favors which is like halfway through my ep i was like i'm gonna be sober in the studio i'm gonna come to the studio i'm ready to record i got my shit like i'm not gonna even like for real for real, i don't even bring a notebook or my. i don't look at my phone like i'm ready to go like for real for real, like i spend money i'm ready but like I was like something's missing man. So when I was getting ready to finish my EP, I'm like talking to my best friend JP, I'm like, "Bro, like something's missing. Something's missing from this experience." Like, and he's like, "Yo, you write all your music, high." Like, <laughs> you mm-hmm. like <laughs> you you create some of the best shit when you're stoned. Like, I mean, obviously I write all the time, you know what I'm saying? But he was like, "But like those like the melodies that I make" Or like you know, what I'm saying a lot of that shit is like stoned. So I mean, ride the wave I wrote in my bathroom when I was like getting ready, and I was like in the morning I was like stoned. Um, so then I like I was like yo, let's go to the studio, and I'm gonna smoke a blunt. I'm gonna like I'm gonna like I'm gonna pay because I, I mean no one want I don't want to go to the studio and like pay for time for me to be there smoking weed. Like I just right you know right saying? yeah yep,
0: yeah, yep. Yeah.
1: Um, So I was like, I'm gonna do it this time. I'm gonna book four hours and I'm gonna smoke a little bit right before the session. Dog, that shit I wrote. (laughs) I mean, I I recorded Ride the Wave and I recorded No Favors and that shit was drastically different. Like, I'm talking about like, I heard myself for the first time as an artist because it started to make sense to me. It started to like, and not because I was high, it was because I was finally able to relax. (laughs) I was finally able to just like Mm -hmm. sit in the studio and be like, bro, like, this is how it sounds in your head because this is how it sounded at home you're not trying to impress yourself you're not trying to impress the sound engineer because niggas be in the studio trying to impress the sound engineer too like and that's no you be trying to get this the sound engineer to be like you know what i'm saying so don't give a fuck about the sound engineer dude that's not what you pay him for you pay him to just make your shit sound good so like that was the moment that i realized that And I didn't care. And bro, Ride the Wave is the best, like, turning track I've ever made. That shit has the most, like, views on YouTube. So, like, yeah, I'm not saying that you have to do drugs. (laughs) I'm not saying that you should. I'm saying that whatever you can do to help yourself relax, you know what I'm saying? And, like, I don't know, I smoke a little bit of weed to help me relax. And, uh, yeah, so... It definitely has made a difference. I'm not going to say that I need it, because, like, I just recorded this fire-ass track called Ooh oui, which drops on April 1st, and, I mean, I was sober in the studio, um, but it, it also depends. I also feel like it kind of depends what my mood is, too, like, because Ride the Wave and No Favors are hella melody, raps are, like, very much, like, melodic, you know what I'm saying? But, like, Ooh oui is a drill beat, so I was coming in hot, like, I don't, I don't really need to be, like, you know, spacing and shit like that. I was, let's get this shit in and out, in and out, let's go. So that's how I feel.
0: Fact. Fact. Okay. <laughs> that shit is fucking hilarious. So do you think it's like, do you think it's, well, first of all, do you, do you bring any homies to the studio or any like family or anything, or is it just only you by yourself?
1: Um. So I usually like bring one of my best friends, you know what I'm saying? Like who is a, a classical trade singer, shout out to JP. So, uh, cause I don't really know about Key. I'm, tr- I'm getting singing lessons, but like I'm, I'm so sometimes I'm in the studio trying to, trying to sing. And I don't want to use a whole lot of auto tune, So I have him there sometimes to be like, all right, you're definitely not in Key Dragon. But, but nah, I mean, but I'm not the person also who's like going to invite mad people to the studio, but I'm also not the person who needs to be in the studio by themselves. Like, I don't mind if someone watched the creative process. I think, I think, I think music is so cool. I think being able to create is so dope. I think when you have like real artists who are making music from their heart and they're having this whole creative process i think it's cool to watch i mean i like watching people record and shit like that so i'm not like nah you can't be in my but i'm not i'm definitely not gonna have a party at my studio session i'm not paying for y'all to like get fucked up at the studio like Facts. this is, this is business and this is my art so like we're gonna respect it respectfully uh but yeah that's how i feel
0: Facts. not i i uh I agree with you completely, but in my personal opinion, it's very hard for me to record when other people are around. Like I literally have to record all my verses or like my hooks or whatever when other people aren't around just because um, I just can't, I, I can't get comfortable. Well, I guess you you kind of found that lane where you you know, you know can get relaxed and shit. Yeah, um, I
1: mean, I'll be honest. So like, I just got this like at home, little Focusrite audio interface with like a microphone right. and shit. And right. I live like two other people. I feel that like now I now I don't have that same energy like I like I can only record when like everyone's out the house and like you know what I'm saying I know that it's just me I feel like the studio kind of gives me like a little bit of inspiration versus that I have like at home but I, so I kind of feel that.
0: You got like a little setup with like speakers and shit too?
1: Yeah a little bit of uh, a little some little shitty speakers they ain't shit so I just use the headphones because the speakers ain't shit. Okay. A what,
0: what doll are you using to record into? Uh, Pro Tools. Oh, we're okay. So, you're you using the right shit. Okay, word, 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 word. Yeah, like, um, do you find that to be pretty difficult to learn, or do you find it pretty
1: easy to navigate? Um, so, like, I was using GarageBand for the last year and a half, you know what I'm saying? So, I think like every DAW has like not the same system, and I like, and I can, and i was using Logic too. So, like, okay. I think every DAW is kind of somewhat similar but yeah it's just hard yeah. like I'm not front that's just hard as fuck like I'm not a sound engineer uh I mean I studied communications as an undergrad so I actually had to take a course in like all of this like sound engineering and I had to take a course in like video editing so I'm much better at like final cut I'm much better at like editing than I am like you know my own vocals, which is fine, because I don't mind paying for a sound engineer for that shit. Um, but yeah, that shit, thats just hard. That shit is very fucking hard. Hats off to anyone out there who's, like, finessing their own vocals at their house, <laughs> dog. That shit is not an easy feat.
0: Do you, uh, do you have any desire to learn the production and uh, um, the mixing and stuff like that, or do you not even give a fuck? Do you want to just to Hell or- yeah.
1: I mean, one day, one day it'd be dope as fuck to, like, I also, I'm renting from an apartment, so, like, I'm not trying to, like, spend, a ton of like money on equipment where I'm going to be stand put, but like a goal would be to one day have like my at home studio, right? Where I like can learn at home on like actual equipment that's like worth learning. But yeah, I mean, I think there's a smart rapper. I think his name's Rob or something. Rob shit. Level. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, dope as fuck. He's dope. He always has some great tips, but like, I mean, he's one of the inspirations that kind of was just like, yo, do it all on your own, man. Like you can, like you definitely can. And I'm like, I'm a firm believer in taking middleman out your process. like. I like, as you can tell, I like to just get shit done. So it, it bothers me when I feel like I can't get something done because I'm waiting on somebody. Um, but I'm also kind of like, I want this shit to be good. So like for sound engineering right now, like I'll eventually learn. It's going to come with time, but I don't mind paying someone who that's all they do. Like all they do is like this. So yeah, because it's going to be good. You know what I'm saying?
0: What are What are like the rates that you were paying for studio time uh, like you, you had mentioned you booked out four hours or whatever. What are, what are the rates you usually pay? Like for this is more for like newer artists that could expect to go to the studio sometime soon. Like what should they expect to pay? Um, uh, you're you're where are you in California again? You're you're not in Long Beach. You're San Francisco. Stanford, that's right. So what what should people in San Francisco or even in California in general uh, be looking to pay for? Like let's say a mix um, and just recording time and a master what
1: should it be pay. Mm, okay so i would say try to find all of that in one you know what i'm saying like if you can uh, you master and it's like a whole nother thing you can definitely like master it yourself on lander or you can even <laughs> ask your sound engineer like right after your your session like yeah, literally right after your session schedule a time where you can email him or them that song for them to master um i'm i've so like off the rip last year it was like 55 for most studios here in San Francisco, COVID made it go a little higher to like 60 an hour. 65 an hour? Yeah, hour? Okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. 60 an hour. Uh, I record out of Oakland now, it's like about 65 to 70 an hour, depending on who your sound engineer is. Um, so you may find that you have a sound engineer who works with like, Higher hardest, you know. So uh better artists. So they're definitely gonna probably charge you 75 to $80 an hour. Uh I would say check who they work with, you know what I'm saying? Check their resume, definitely see why they're charging you that. You know what I'm saying? Like I get charged at 65 an hour and it's definitely worth it. Um, it it checks out, you know what I'm saying? I fucked with who he works with, his sound, um, and Sometimes if you really have a good relationship with the sound engineer, it's nice to be on their roster of artists that they work with, you know what I'm saying? Because if that sound engineer works with someone else one day and that person's in the studio looking for collaborations, that sound engineer can definitely throw your name out there. So it's all about networking too. So definitely feel like when you're looking to record somewhere and you really care about that, like relationship that you're building, do your research, uh, because that money can be very much more money than you're spending on your song. You could be spending money on your next like gig and you don't even know it, or your next opportunity.
0: Facts. like does that, does that 16 hour come with a mix too?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, uh, let me also say, I haven't, I haven't ever paid separately making any of my music. I've never um, like have, I mean, I actually, you, you and me working together was like kind of one of the first times, I, I recently did it again, but uh, recording at home and then send it to somebody. But the sound engineer that I work with, like I book for the whole session and mixing is included okay
0: yeah that's you that's pretty typical um from what i've heard at least like i used to work at a studio in jersey i'm from new york new jersey too Uh, and i used to work at a studio in jersey typical rate was 60 an hour with the mix 40 an hour without the mix but um if you can i'd say not you but uh unless you want to do this but there's a lot of people just recording out of their spot like in their home like i record out of my spot right here um they'll charge stupid cheap and building that relationship if you're dope and you really fuck with an engineer this is for like other people but if you really fuck with an engineer like you're saying that's just potential for collaborations because i bought in artists so many times where there's a collaboration going that wouldn't have been facilitated if i didn't connect um talk about like why why i don't think i asked you this why did you end up moving out to the west coast from the east
1: well so like Um, I always kind of had this like dream of, so like when my parents split up when I was like 10, right? So we lived in like Modesto, they divorced and then we moved to New York. Well, my mom moved us to New York. So I've always had this like fantasy of like being reunited with Cali, you know what I'm saying? And like coming back here. and uh, So after I graduated, I was trying to like move out of Buffalo, all these different ways. So eventually I landed this teaching job, which is what I got now. So um, yeah, I moved out here for this teaching gig like two and a half years ago and it's been dope. And then I got into grad school, so I decided to stay. And then start this music career plus it's a good spot to to create it's a good place to like network and make music you know what i'm saying the music scene is hot so um it's a good i mean if it wasn't for covid i probably would have had a gigs already but you know what i'm saying it is what it is but yeah that's why i'm here
0: how are you getting or how were you getting before COVID? how are you getting gigs to perform
1: um so there's like uh i'm gonna shout out boom boom room because they're like they're one of the first places that i've ever performed um they do this thing called rotc open mic night which is basically just like this, like rap open mic night um and i was like trying to go there religiously uh but i like just started making music right before covid happened i mean i literally got the balls to get on a stage like in january
0: <laughs> hey, respect
1: <laughs> you know respect. What i'm saying so i was like all right i'm gonna do this and then literally like a few weeks later man it was like we're shut down so i was like damn um you know what i'm saying that's how life goes but yeah. So I'm now, though, it's kind of interesting because like I have like friends and community members where we're just like talking about different ways that we can do shit. Like my friend owns a store. And I'm like, yo, can we just do like a show in your fucking store? Like, you know what I'm saying? So now we have these like really innovative ways. Like I believe like, bro, if I can't get on a fucking stage, I'm about to make my own one. So like that's where I, I'm at right now. <laughs> what
0: was that? Yo, what was that like? The first time you performed at an open mic. Like, how long was the slot? It was like a three
1: minute slot or five minutes? Nah, slot? they even dog. They so it's like a it's like a rap ROT CEO. So like people are in line rapping, and you can like either spit something that you had like or just freestyle, and they give you like a, this like hourglass timer, but it's not an hour. I think it's like a minute.
0: Oh shit! I just want to let you know we are almost at the time. Yeah. So, okay, we go. You. Okay.
1: Um, they give you like uh, I think it's like I honestly think it's like a minute. I think it's like a minute or like two minutes, but it's like a little sand glass shit. So they just like, oh, you, get on stage, okay. you get on stage, you grab the mic, they turn it over and you just go. And then uh you can get back in line if you want. So it was, it was fucking crazy. But like, man, I'm, I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but I fucking love that shit. I feel like I'm meant for the stage. So like, as, as nervous as I was, like I got on and I was just dancing and I was rapping and like, I mean, also, as an artist, some of us rapping in front of our phones, like, all day and post that shit on Instagram. So I think the minute that one of us actually gets a chance to be in front of people and we really want to, it's like we've been waiting for this moment. We've been doing this in our rooms every fucking day. This is his time. So, yeah, I'm excited.
0: Bro, bro that I, I feel that, man. I feel like performing is probably one of the most important parts of, like, recording. It's, like, so... And it's so much fun, too. Like, uh, just being on stage, the, the ego build is insane too you know what i mean so but um i know you gotta get going soon so i uh, i want to wrap this up i actually really want to have you on again sometime soon if uh because yeah. I, I love this conversation um are you by the way are you are you coming on uh on tuesday on the round table uh I don't know.
1: Time. What what time is that where is that it's
0: uh it's i'm gonna do it on my zoom on uh zoom again it's gonna be with like everyone in the clubhouse it's gonna be at uh I believe we said 10:30 Eastern, so 7:30 uh, our time. Yeah, I'm down. Alright, word, word, word. Yeah, yeah. So is that'd be cool. The, is the
1: link gonna be in the group chat?
0: Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll send a link in the group chat, and then it'll it's hopefully you know everyone uh pumps through. That'd be dope. But um, let us know before we sign off. Let us know like where we can find you and what you got in store for the next month. You said you're dropping something on April 1st, so
1: yeah, let us bro. Know. Yo. I got a lot in store. So first off, you can follow me everywhere All my social media is at lunchbox. That's what two X's and three underscores. Again, lunchbox, two X's, three underscores. Uh, I got a new single called Wee coming out on April 1st. I may drop a music video for that. We'll see. Um, and then I got this new track in collaboration with a, a Bay Area artist. I got the song called Smoke Break. So that shit's coming out on 420 with the music video. Uh, yeah, so please just keep your eyes and ears to the ground for the kid. Yo, I'm dropping all this lunch this month. So I'm excited to, to drop. April's going to be a fun month.
0: Fact, man. Congrats on the on the new drops. And I'll also say uh, we also got a collab coming soon. Uh, I don't know when that's going to be dropping, but because I'm still waiting on a few features. But the it's actually funny that it's called the Travis Scott EP that's coming out. Uh, I don't know when. It was supposed to come out in March, but I don't think that's happening. <laughs> but anyway. Uh my guy, I appreciate the fuck out of you coming on. Um yeah, I you. can't wait to fucking spit with you and uh um just get some more game from you and share knowledge again uh sometime soon, hopefully on Tuesday. Um but yeah man, I hope you have a great rest of your day. I appreciate everyone watching and make sure you go follow lunchbox. He's the goat, super dope yeah, bars yeah. too.
1: Thank you, man. Thank you. I appreciate you. Yeah, we'll definitely check in soon. This was a great uh conversation. You got some great stuff to talk about, so I appreciate nice, you.
0: Bro. Facts.